Hey, mamas, welcome to episode one in our Mama Styling podcast series. Today, we're chatting all about mum fashion and body confidence. Enjoy. Hey, mama, I'm sending you wonderful pregnancy vibes. It's time for you to guide you through. Let's take some time for you. It's pregnancy with Hey mamas, welcome back to the Pregnancy with Physio Laura podcast. This is a bit of a new series. I have not addressed this on the podcast before because I guess it always felt a little off brand. (laughs) However, I've come to realize it's actually exactly on brand for me. We are chatting all about mum fashion and body confidence in today's episode. Now, those who know me personally, and you probably get this vibe off my socials as well, I am not a fashionista. I am not someone that you would come to for style inspiration. (laughs) I am not somebody who is, to be honest, really that interested in fashion. I do like looking nice. I like feeling good in my skin, but I'm just not particularly into fashion in this season of my life anyway. However, I can acknowledge the importance of feeling good in what you wear and leaving the house feeling like you're representing your personality really well and feeling confident in what you're wearing. There's nothing worse than wearing something that makes you feel crap about yourself. We all know that we've been there. So this is what this whole series is about. So I asked all of you guys, who should I speak to? And a lot of you got back to me and said, speak to Lauren from Mook. Now Mook is M-O-O-L-K. You can find that on Instagram at Mook Shop. And it is a wonderful woman called Lauren who started up a breastfeeding, prenatal, postnatal friendly, fashionable clothing brand. And we speak about how she started this in today's episode. You can get to know her journey a little bit better, but this is just a really wonderful series about not just the practicalities of how to dress for your postpartum body and like all the different options you could consider. We're going to cover in the next two episodes, things like capsule wardrobes and, you know, like what is actually flattering to your fresh postpartum body and things to consider. We will cover the practicalities, but so much bigger than that, and this is why it's so on brand for me, is it's about body confidence, about doing you, being authentically you, really embracing what feels good about you and blowing out any rules that either society or that you may have created in your head that may no longer serve you. So let's jump straight in. I know you're going to love this episode. You know where to find me if you want to give me some feedback on this or let me know how your journey with postpartum confidence is gone and where you're at. I'd love to hear from you at Physio Laura. Jump on over to my socials. You know where to find me. I'd so love to hear your feedback on this episode and make sure you subscribe because this is a three-part series. So if you want to make sure you don't miss the next two, subscribe to the Pregnancy with Physio Laura podcast so that it comes automatically up in your newsfeed. But let's chat to Laura and let's dive right into today's episode. It's going to be a good one. Enjoy. Okay, welcome to the podcast, Lauren. I am so excited to have you here. When I put a call out for what women want me to talk about on the podcast, fashion and styling and body confidence was a huge theme. And I was like, where do I look for someone in this space? I don't know who to talk to. I'm not a stylish, fashionable (laughs) mum. And your name came up so much. And so I was like, I just know that women obviously resonate with you and your message, and I knew I need to get you on the podcast. So thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. This is my first podcast, by the way. So Oh, I didn't know that. That is super exciting. Yeah. Obviously, whatever you're doing with your brand, yeah. Mook, 
if anyone hasn't heard of it, definitely go check it out. I have an OG knit from way back in the day when I had my first baby and it was so amazing. But obviously your brand has a really strong message about confidence and feeling good in that postpartum period and being able to dress for all of the things we need to cater for, like pregnancy and breastfeeding and all of these things. So I really appreciate the steps you've taken in that department. And I'd love to know what was your initial motivation and drive for wanting to start Milk and what sort of effect do you think this business that you're running has had on postpartum mamas and their body confidence? Sure. So I had my first daughter in 2014, which feels like a lifetime ago. And at that time, there really weren't many options for breastfeeding clothes. What was available was very much maternity and breastfeeding, which just didn't make sense to me because I wasn't breastfeeding while I was pregnant and I wasn't pregnant while I was breastfeeding. And it just, I was like, why are you finished? pregnancy and I did not want to wear any of my pregnancy clothes for a really long time because they'd done their job and I was ready to move on to the next chapter. But what I'd found was I had spent all of my time and energy preparing for birth. That was my, I was so focused on having the natural birth that I wanted. That's where I spent all of my time leading up to it that I just didn't even consider the fourth trimester. I didn't even really know what the fourth trimester was or what that would look like. And that when I got to the fourth trimester, I realized I was so unprepared. One, for breastfeeding in general, I thought it would just come naturally. I didn't realize it was a learned skill. That was a shock, huge shock to me. And then added on to that, not only was I having challenges with breastfeeding, I just have never been a person who's lacked confidence. I'm usually a very extroverted, confident kind of person. But in that period, I was almost like a little bit scared of how shaken I was by the fact that I was, I had no confidence basically because my whole wardrobe was completely useless. I hadn't prepared and obviously you're in the moment in the fourth trimester and it's just a lot to then to have to go shopping to find clothes that you think might work. It was just, oh, it was a horrible time. I won't lie to you. And then I was deep on Google, basically trying to find clothes that still felt like a reflection of me and my style that I could still breastfeed in. And it, this, it doesn't exist or didn't back then. And in my head, I've got a marketing background. I'm on Google. I'm on like page 20 something. And I'm like, this brand exists. It has to. They just don't know how to do SEO. I'm just going to keep digging until I find it. And I did try a few of the maternity labels. There were a few breastfeeding labels at the time. So very specifically for breastfeeding, which I'll go into later. But another challenge that I found was I've always been a smaller size didn't really fluctuate too much postpartum and I also have very small breasts and again that didn't change when I was breastfeeding and that comes with its own set of challenges which I'm sure having large breasts also comes with challenges that when I bought my size it would come and it was just like I felt I'd aged 20 years I was like how is how can I wear this out how can I be my best self and wear these kind of clothes. So I turned to Bonds 
breastfeeding singlets with high-waisted skirts, high-waisted pants, jeans. And I just got to this point and I vividly remember standing in my house ready to go out in to see my friends again. And I just felt, I was like, I'm so sick of wearing Bonds nursing singlets. I'm so sick of feeling like I'm wearing, I felt like I was wearing a bra out in public. I felt like I wasn't fully dressed and I was compromising at every single turn. And it just made everything hard, harder than it needed to be. I was like, shouldn't like, literally in my head shouldn't getting dressed be the easy part shouldn't that just be I just wake up I get dressed and then I can do the breastfeeding because that's the hard part for me so basically from there it was just this craving of finding clothes I was like surely this has to exist and then when I realized it didn't it was like maybe I could do it I didn't know how that would happen at the time it felt very overwhelming but I just had this fire I can't even describe to you it was this feeling of this is what I'm meant to do this is going to be something so much bigger than me this is going to not just help me because it was quite selfish motivations to begin with but imagine my friends having kids and not having to feel all those feelings imagine so many other women who breastfeeding's hard Imagine if I took that little hurdle away of getting dressed, the impact that could have on breastfeeding rates. Like I went blue sky. I was like, imagine could breastfeeding rates increase because of this one simple barrier that I've taken down of just clothes that feel and look and are comfy and accessible. So that's where it was. That was very long-winded. No, I love that. I think you've aimed for the stars and it's worked because this is what women need. It's like you said, it's so much bigger. It's not just physically your body has changed and now, yes, how do you wear clothes and breastfeed? Like that is a physical barrier, an issue that you need to work out, but it's identity, it's matrescence, it's who am I now as a mother and how can I still dress to suit my personality and where I'm at in life? And you're, you're yep. ticking so many boxes that women need. And there's a reason your business is successful because this is what women are craving. They want to feel good, but also be able to breastfeed comfortably. And I would dare say that your influence has definitely helped breastfeeding statistics, because if you can make a woman feel more comfortable while she's breastfeeding, if she can go out in public and be able to breastfeed without feeling like she needs to take three layers of clothes off and be semi-naked and be uncomfortable or not, yep. she doesn't want to be visible in that scene, then that's a huge, that's a huge step. Like mm. allowing a woman to really embrace that, that's amazing. It's more than just clothes. Like this is a bigger issue we're talking yes. about. So I so appreciate yeah. that you took the step to go, oh, this is scary, uh, but I'm going to try. So what do you feel? What yes. feedback do you get from your customers? about how wearing appropriate and really wonderful breastfeeding-friendly clothes, how has that changed their lives? What sort of positive feedback do you get from your customers? Probably the biggest comment that I get or feedback from new people who have found us, and they might be in their first, second, third, multiple pregnancy or multiple postpartum period, it's, I wish I found you sooner because the impact that it's had to find clothes that make them feel 
their best self and the confidence that comes with that is just like they said it's just wish I found you sooner it's that that finally it's that relief it's that sigh of oh my gosh things just got a little bit easier things just got a little bit funner and there's more joy and it's fun to get dressed again I don't know about you but when I was early 20s pre-kids it was very like I used to love like playing dress ups in my wardrobe and going oh maybe I could match this with that and it was just like this fun it was fun to get dressed it was fun to go shopping and then all of a sudden it becomes this laborious chore that feels scary and overwhelming so let's bring that joy back and sometimes it's just a matter of finding a brand and a label that you resonate with on a style level but then also on a value level as well in terms of these are our values we are very passionate about them and every decision that we make is underpinned by these values then it's a game changer yeah I love that what do you feel women are looking for you'd be on the ground you're hearing from customers I'm sure they're giving feedback like what are they searching for when it comes to how they're dressing after birth fourth try in particular I would say it's just a it's that support and that comfort and that ease and accessibility that they're craving. And then I think when, once they come out of that fourth try haze, it then transitions into, okay, I'm feeling a little bit more human again. I'm ready to focus more on the woman, not just the mother. It's like a growing of the whole woman is a good way to describe it. And they're craving the more personality reflecting pieces. So I guess it's really good to identify the fact that in that fourth try, it is more important to focus on comfort and support and just feeling like you're having, someone's giving you a hug every day in the clothes that you're wearing, that you can still answer the door unexpectedly and not go, oh my gosh, I am just a hot mess. Like you probably are anyway, even if you are wearing comfy, nice clothes, but it just, it changes your mindset completely. Even if you're just staying around the house, sometimes just having clothes that, again, make you feel like you've got a big hug, mm. like just change it. It can change your mindset completely. I think comfort is so important in those early days. Like I just remember how tender and vulnerable my body felt in those early days. And I imagine oh. if I was trying to wear something that just was a bit tight or a bit pinchy or just a bit stiff that I would have felt so uncomfortable. And I just think it's wonderful yep. to have options that we can wear something that looks semi-reasonable. You don't look like you're in your pajamas all day, Yeah, but that can be yep. really comfortable. And like you said, after the fourth trimester, when you're feeling more social and outgoing and you're out of that haze of very thick newbornhood and physically recovering after mm -hmm. birth, and you want to step out into your community and your environment that you're probably going to be looking for something yep. a little bit different. You're probably going to be looking for something that reflects your personality and where you're at and you want to dress up and feel a little bit nicer or maybe you don't but that's also okay too but I think for those women seeking totally this is where they have a lot of trouble because they're like but what do I wear now because really do mm -hmm. I know women wearing their pre-pregnancy wardrobe when you hit the three months post-birth like I, I don't know many women no. get there in the no first hour post-birth and that's okay maybe you'll never yep. get there and maybe you do quickly like either way it's not a problem. It's about though, if it doesn't, if you don't have a wardrobe that suits you anymore, it doesn't fit you anymore. It's about like, where do we look to from here? Because 
if you're wearing clothes like I know me, if I'm wearing, I've got a pair of jeans that are just a little bit too tight. So I often just have to sit down and undo the top button. And I don't like wearing them because they're uncomfortable. They don't make me feel amazing. The fly sits slightly open. Like when there's all these just like tiny little factors that add up to you just not yep. feeling quite right, not feeling 100% comfortable. If you're pulling that mm-hmm. top down slightly because it's like it's a bit too short or it hugs in the wrong spot or like we all have been there. We've all got those wardrobe items where we're just like it's just a bit NQR and it doesn't make me feel amazing. Whereas we've got those items where we're like I wear this top <laughs> every single day. It fits with every outfit. It makes me look amazing. It is my go-to staple. My goal is to have a lot more of those sorts of items. And I know we're going to talk a little bit later about a capsule wardrobe, but I just want to touch one more time on the body confidence part, because I I imagine there's some women who maybe still don't link how you externally present yourself or how you dress or what you wear to confidence. Like maybe I went through a phase I know where I was like, you know what? It doesn't matter what I wear. Like I can still be confident. I'm still me. F what society says about what I should wear. I went through a bit of a phase like that. And then I think I had a really wonderful chat with Julie Tenner. I don't know if you've heard about her, but she's an amazing intimacy coach. She talks about all of the feminine and masculine energies we have inside of us. And she spoke a lot about how for the feminine energy, so much of it is about being seen and being appreciated and like admiring the beauty within us and within each other and our sisters and our friends. And it really made me stop and reflect because I was like, I don't know, I've been rejecting this dressing up for other people vibe because I was like, I need to look good for other people. But then I recognized, actually, I feel really good when I do wear something that feels really beautiful on me. And I do feel so much better when I leave the house loving what I'm wearing and being like, you look hot today, Laura. You look so good in what you're wearing. Yes. Like just, I, I think I've really That's come cool. to accept right. the link between what you wear and your confidence. And I'm okay with that. I used to reject it, but I'd love to know your take on fashion and clothing and how it links yep. to you personally, but also to your customers with confidence in self. I think that's what you've just touched on is so interesting because there's also, I think, this idea around you have to have a style and this is your style and there's there's borders to it. You get you think there needs to be a box that on this is my style, this is what I wear, this is what I don't wear. And there's such this beautiful grey area where it's let's have some fun and play in between the lines a little bit or outside of the box. And the fact of the matter is a woman even on her 30-day menstrual cycle, you or 28 days, you're going to have different versions of you show up at different points in time. Right now, I am in my ovulation phase. So I am all about that feminine, giving my best self. I love wearing makeup. I love wearing my fun, sexy clothes on those days. In a week's time, guess what? Give me the trackies because I'm going to be hot and heavy in luteal. And that's okay. And that's okay if you want to dress different ways on certain days and bring out different versions of you because we are these beautiful whole beings that have so many different versions. And that's the fun part about fashion is you get to play and you don't have to be locked in to these stereotypes and these cultural norms of, oh, you're a mum now, you can't wear that. It's That's rubbish. That is, it's just, it drives me mental. 
if you want to wear it and you love it and it makes you feel like, oh, Lauren, you look sexy today and you're feeling yourself, wear it, even if you are a mum. It's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's really important. So to go back to your question, clothes help play a huge, I think, a huge part in confidence. But it all has to come from within. And I think this is the issue is a lot of women are thinking about external thoughts and judgments and pressures that it skews their internal compass of this is who I am, this is what I like to wear, this is what makes me feel good. And it just gets blurred because there's these external pressures and these external stereotypes. So I guess it. For me, it all comes down to taking the time, self-reflect, become self-aware and to really learn about yourself and go, who am I and what do I like wearing? What do I like doing? What's my lifestyle like? How does that then influence my my wardrobe choices? And there's this point where a beautiful harmony kind of comes to light once you let go of and shed all those external pressures and expectations that you'll just be like oh okay it's feeling a little bit easier because it's just there's so much more clarity and self-awareness I guess that just helps those feelings come to the surface I love that I Does think that your question absolutely I think for me so much comes back down to going inwards for everything, for birth, for what you absolutely for mothering. It's like you do you. So turn around, turn that mirror, look inside because nobody knows you like you know you. And we do create all these shoulds and these rules and for everything. Again, this applies to birth, life, mothering, clothes. And that's Mm -hmm. why this podcast, whilst I was saying to you before we started, it feels a bit out of the box for me to do like a fashion podcast but it's not because it's just another version of you and how you show up in the world and so I do think going inwards looking at your own reflections your intuition what do you think about this piece of clothing not what you think you should wear because now you're a mom now you're a pregnant woman Mm -hmm. that was another really interesting thing I spoke about with Julie Tenner is a lot of women had a lot of stories and hang-ups around looking good and feeling sexy as a pregnant or postnatal woman because they felt like that was wrong and that society would shame them if they were trying to look nice because maybe they had a story that mums are meant to be dowdy and dorky and invisible whereas they wanted to shine and wear fancy clothes and they wanted to have their cleavage out and they wanted to wear high heels and they felt shamed about that and i found that really interesting cuz I guess my version of motherhood was not like that. Like I was quite the opposite. I was like active wear every day and I had to really encourage myself to step into something that actually felt better because I acknowledged that in so many ways, I think I was like hiding because it was just easier to put on my active wear every day. But I thought that was a really interesting take as well, that women feel ashamed to feel sexy as a mom. So I guess what this boils down to is exactly like you said. Just go in. What do you want to wear? Who cares what anybody else thinks? Because at the end of the day, what people think of you is none of your business. So you've just got to live what feels good for you. And there are so many quote unquote rules around what you should wear, what you shouldn't wear. And I've been there myself. If you think you have a look and you're like, oh, I'm the sort of person that wears this. So then 
If you go and wear something out of the box, you feel a bit self-conscious. This is such a funny story because I think about this in hindsight and I'm like, that's ridiculous. Where I live on the surf coast in Victoria. So there's very much like a surf culture, a surf look down here. Like everyone has a very similar vibe, I guess. And a lot of people wear boots, so blundstones. You wear them with shorts, you wear them with jeans, you wear them out for dinner. (laughs) Everyone just wears blundstones everywhere. And when I first moved down here, I was like, oh, I was a bit intimidated by the fact that everyone wears these blundstones and I wanted in on it. But I was like, oh, but I'm not really a boot person. That's weird. It looks so out of place. People would know that I'm the newbie to blundstones. I know this sounds absurd, but these are the stories going through my head. And I remember when I finally bit the bullet, it was like, genuinely, these are the most practical shoes I could wear down here. There's mud everywhere. There's dirt with always this on paths that make my feet dirty. Anyway, I bought a pair and I remember being so self-conscious about, oh, I'm wearing these boots. Like people are going to think I'm an imposter in this surf culture and this, again, ridiculous. I literally wear these boots every day. I don't think about them twice now, but it's because I told myself, this is what I wear. This is the box I sit in. Laura doesn't wear boots. That's not her look. And it was just a really interesting example to me of all the rules we place on ourselves which we've made up. And I know there's a lot of cultural pressure and societal norms and all of that. But if we can just go inwards and go, oh, actually, that's a silly rule. I don't need to follow that. I can actually do whatever the hell I want. I think it would be really liberating for women everywhere. I love that. Yeah, and then that self-awareness isn't going to come overnight. Yeah, exactly. It takes time. It's, it's, It's a journey. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. And I think that general theme is really important. And that's always going to be our message is that you need to wear what feels good for you and to reflect the state that you're in. And I thought it was really interesting how you mentioned for the cycles. And so much of what I teach Mm. and share on the podcast as well is about being in tune with our own cycles, with nature Mm. around us, the seasons. We've also had another beautiful podcast on seasons and cycles of life. And I do think it's important to then reflect that in what you wear you're going to wear something different in summer to you to what you're going to wear in winter and the same goes for your internal cycles when you're ovulating versus when you're menstruating you're going to want to show up differently ovulation Mm -hmm. is your summer phase that's when you want to be outgoing and fun and bright and your menstruation is often when you want to go inwards it's a bit darker it's a bit more wintry and I think that's really cool to reflect what you're you're picking to dress yourself in those phases so I really love those points that you make Hey mamas, I so hope that you loved our first episode in this mama styling podcast series. I know when I started talking to Lauren that I was just nodding and going, yes, yes, yes. Fashion is so much more than just what you are wearing. It is about confidence. It's about authenticity. It's about personality. And as we dive through and tumble and turn and navigate that matrescence period after birth, particularly, but also during pregnancy, when we're transitioning to a new version of ourselves, where we're becoming a new person, whether we like that or not, we are different. And that is reflected in what we wear and how we dress. And I think it's a really important topic to cover. I've never covered this on the podcast before. Like I said at the start, this didn't really feel like something I wanted to cover because I don't identify as someone who is particularly fashionable, but it's a bigger topic than just fashion. In the next two episodes, we are going to get a bit more into the nitty gritty of like capsule wardrobes and how to actually dress for a different shape and things like that. But I think it's really important to acknowledge that beyond 
the practicalities of it all. It's about how do you feel in your new skin and how do you want to show up and represent yourself and how confident do you feel just being you? You know, that's the bigger question to take away from today is how confident do you feel just being the real authentic version of you? And I share in today's episode, you know, it seemed like a silly story about the boots, but that was such a big rule that I'd created and this really weird story I'd created around what I couldn't, couldn't wear. And it's just so liberating to be able to zoom out from that and go, whoa, 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 what am I telling myself? And is that actually true? And do I need to continue with that? So I really hope you love this episode. If you want to check out any of Lauren or Milk's work, go to at Milk Shop on Instagram, M-O-O-L-K. They have an amazing range. Like I said, I've actually bought one of their jumpers way back in the day and it was awesome. And if you want to connect with me, you know where I live. I'm over at Physio Laura. Let me know if you have any great feedback on this episode or I'm always looking for things that you want me to cover on the podcast. So please, that's how this episode came about is because you guys requested it. You wanted to know more about it. So I'm so happy to serve you and bring these topics to you. So if you have anything, please jump into my inbox. I love hearing from you. And look, I can't help you with the fashion side of life. Like I said, I'm a bit of a, you know, self-proclaimed dork. I'm not particularly fashionable, but if you want to feel confident in your physical body in preparation for birth, if you want to feel mentally prepared and ready for birth and postpartum and all of that brings, come and join me inside the Pregnancy Posse. That is my online membership program. You can trial the program for seven days. It is possibly the most cost-effective way to work with any physiotherapist, but if you want to get in my ears, ask me your questions, get my personal responses, plus a whole host of specifically tailored workouts for your pregnancy, body confidence in that pre-postnatal period. I encourage you to come check it out, thepregnancyposse.com. I hope wherever you are, you're having a wonderful day. You are feeling good in what you're wearing. And I'll see you next week for our second episode in this Mama Styling podcast series.